What is up, everybody? And Merry Holidays, and welcome back to yet another Holiday Cartridge Talk. Mr. Jim to my right, Mr. Ryan Muckenhern across from us right now. And today we're going to talk about a uh, one of our uh, smaller cartridges, mm-hmm. but also a Magnum. What, what the heck's going on here? That's right, we're talking about the 22 Mag. Now, in, yes. my, in my world, gentlemen, I'm going to speak in generalities, but this is pretty much uh, a fact. Bigger is better, right? So we've got the 22 long, you know, the 22 meg, you're like, oh, it's bigger, it's better. Then why isn't it more popular? So I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about the fine attributes of this, uh, this cartridge that we have in front of us right now. These ones are loaded by Federal. And, Champions. Uh, Compliments of uh, our very own Jim Jordan, who is the only person I know that has a 22 mag. And uh, sorry, Jimmy, we're opening the box. Jimmy got himself a nice buck. Not with one of these. <laughs> no, <did he>? not <laughs> with a 22 mag. That he was shot not it. the right segue. He, he uh, shot it with a muzzleloader. Yeah, what? Uh, Way to gosh, go, Jimmer. What, what light was he using, Ryan? Oh God! No, uh, no, 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 no. Oh no! Oh no! Um, anyway, that's Jimmy, not what happened. He Jimmy did got shoot himself a fine whitetail buck with the bow this year. No muzzleloader. Very recent. Oh, Way he's go. got two then. Outstanding buck. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful white tail. What a tail. year for him. Beautiful white tail. Muzzle loader. It's uh, like a black powder bow. Yep. What kind of bow is this? Black powder. <laughs> 22 WRF. No, WMR. Oh, you did it. Oh, Come on. oh you did it. Yeah. It's not the same. Well, let's WRF talk about- WRF is a thing, but it's this is the WMR. What's going on with the uh, the 22 meg, the 22 WMR? Those those kind of interchangeable, right? Or um, it is interchangeable. But. This is the biggest version of this cartridge that you can get conventionally these days. Okay. Yeah. Um, a brainchild of the 50s. Uh, during a kind of an interesting period of time for wildcatting, for cartridges, for little diameters of bullets, um, we have the a the maximum. Um, parameter of function in our hands here. Because mm-hmm. this is a rimfire. It is, yeah. So now, did somebody essentially just stretch the 22 long case and stick a, the same bullet in the end of it, or what? Kind of. They more or less stretched the WRF case, which is an old case, um, like 1890, 1900-ish. Um, 1890, I think. Well, because it's it's larger diameter. Than, than a, a 22 long rifle. Right. Yes. Oh. So... They, they look on the table. We throw one down there. They look like just a, an XL version of the 22 LR. I've got one in my pocket of my jacket I found today. I should have brought it in. I can't believe we don't have a 22 LR case in here. Well, we don't. Oh, sure we do. Um, so it is, it is a longer version, but it's also slightly wider. Um, so look at the 22 WRF, a different cartridge one not shown on the table here, and extend it, and essentially we end up with the WMR. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, both are, or all three, aforementioned, are rim fires. Um, this is just the biggest and the baddest on, on the block. So, <clears throat> there you have it. Oh, uh, okay. We pick up a notable power advantage um, to the to the W, or in the WMR over the LR. We're going to pick up probably five or six hundred feet per second um, in most loadings, and we're going to be able to push a completely different bullet too. So whereas a lot of LRs are going to be either a lead or plated lead projectile, you can actually get a legitimate jacketed bullet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that, that, that opens up a lot of um, possibility and capability as well. Mm -hmm. I was looking at 
kind of some, or from what I was reading, seeing like 30, 40, and 50 grain mm-hmm. options. And then you're talking about that velocity, you know, 1,500-ish to like 2,200. Yeah, well, 2,200 on like the extreme side of things. Yeah. So if you're running a super light projectile, you can gas it up pretty fast. But if you're looking, like this is a 40-grain solid. Um, this is at 1,880 feet per second. So in a 22LR, if you're looking at like a CCI mini mag, you're probably mm-hmm. around 1,200, 1,250. Right. Yeah. Yeah, significant. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, big, like 600 feet per second. So it's, it's putting that you know, conventional rimfire performance into a completely different league. Well, because some of the things that the conversations that the 22 WMR ends up in mm. are always weird ones. They're always interesting <laughs> and they never end in like a mutual handshake agreement on no. anything. No. But it's because so many people are like, oh, wow, you look at the numbers on it and you're like, why couldn't it do some center fire cartridge things? You know what I mean? No. Well, it gets like, what is the main use of it? I guess that's maybe that's almost the so one of the issues with that's it. That's my question. Is that people don't know what to do with a twenty two is so easy. You're like planking, fun, little tiny critters. It's it's much more in its place. Whereas this is kind of like we don't know what to do with you. Hey, heyday of varminting in in the United States, nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. Enter twenty two WMR. It is a far better solution for things like. Large raccoons, coyotes, sure. fox, than a twenty-two LR is. Yeah, um, and if you're a hide hunter and you are, say, calling or hunting for things like fox or coyotes, mm-hmm. and you wanted to do absolutely minimal damage, but you still needed an effective delivery mechanism, a twenty-two WMR beats a twenty-two LR every day of the week. Yeah, I mean but, that's true. But it is that in betwixt cartridge because there's there's other things on the market, twenty-two Hornet, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nominally larger, comes in a very similar shape, size, weight gun, um, and from a cost perspective, maybe only a little bit more expensive to shoot. That's that's besting its performance. Is that also a rimfire? Is that getting no, into centerfire? No, that's a little centerfire. Okay, got yeah. it. Well, because some of the ones that this is, uh, I guess, compared to, uh, or that I would be curious to compare it to, is like how about seventeen HMR, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, because there you got a laser beam, but in the mm-hmm. 17 uh, sort of neighborhood. And then people compare this to the 5.7, the FN. And, well, I think those are the two, because then you brought up the other one, the uh, yeah. 22 Hornet. What, like, how do you break those down? So the 17 HMR uses this case neck down to 17. Hmm. So that's where we come up with 17 HMR. Um, five seven by twenty eight. I've heard this comparison as long as the five seven has been commercially available, and they're just not the same thing. Yeah, they're radically different. Um, and, and we have to look at bullet construction. We have to look at weapon type. We have to look at things like velocity and things like energy, and we have to put that all into the soup, and then end up with a weapon system and cartridge um, companion to it, and realize they're not the same. Well, yeah, right, but also. How close are they? They're pretty close, <laughs> but, but 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 they're they're still not the same thing. Just, Just like break that, like we explain the bullet construction and all that, because I mean, when you bring up the weapon type, obviously you have with FN their various fire. I mean, the, the P ninety, the PS ninety, whatever, sure. whatever acronym it is, the ninety thing. PS two, really, Jim. It's a PS two. Good uh, good console, Mark. Um, <laughs> so you know that's a pretty unique firearm in and of itself. But then you have pistols. Like when I look at 
Keltex lineup. Yeah. You know, they love the 22 WMR. They've got some really sweet guns, uh, especially that, what is that one, the KMR-30? Is that yeah. what it is? Uh, CMR-30? CMR-30? Yeah. One of those, yeah. Um, really cool gun. It's shooting 22 WMR, similar vein, like a PDW, if you will, sure. like small little carbine type thing. Yep. You know, that's where I'm looking at them like, okay, well, they're a little bit similar maybe. And So they're they're close. So 40 grain projectile, 1,880 feet per second. V, the factory loaded um, FN round, 40 grain V max, wildly different projectile, 2,150. Mm. So there's a lot of feet per second difference there. There is. And we're also looking at a wildly different cartridge. So now, or bullet, excuse me. So now we're looking at a VMAX, which a lot of us are familiar with from a varmiting perspective. Uh, we, we have a better jacket construction yet. We have a, a aerodynamically more sound projectile, and we're adding 300 feet per second to its muzzle velocity. Yeah. It's, it, it's as different as 22LR stinger loads are from 22WMR standard loads. Fair enough. So similar pretty close wildly different i like that description it would be to me a similar comparison would be like 762 by 39 v 3030 they're pretty close but they're wildly different fair yeah i did see ryan a uh a snake shot option sure which made me think you know we talked a little bit about mosquito and targo a while back would this be a better option? <laughs> it would be the equivalent of um, the three and a half inch 12 gauge versus the <laughs> two and three quarter inch. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to pick up a, a considerably better payload and a little bit, probably a little bit more velocity. Sure. Um, I was also doing a little reading on uh, folks hand loading this thing. I mean, you can do that with 22 LR now. Yeah. If there is a cartridge, someone will hand load it. Yeah. I think, what was I reading? I think it was because you could put, I think like in general, it's loaded with like, you know, pretty blunt nosed projectiles. Oh, they're doing a pull and they're putting a different projectile in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's now a, a VMAX option for it too. It's a little bit different VMAX. And mm-hmm. there's like a JHP option. Okay. Spear Gold Dot makes a 22 WMR. Yep. That was when I was like, okay, what's going on here? I'd still probably shoot solids. Yeah. Yeah, just for penetrating. Question three. Yo. Or maybe this is what you guys are talking about. I don't, um, viability as an EDC. Yeah, that's kind of what we were getting into there. <laughs> yeah. So I go back and forth on this because I think that one in the hand is better than two in the bush, right? Uh, my grandfather carried a twenty two LR for many years. He could have carried anything he wanted. 45s, 38s, 357s, 9s. Okay. Actually, I don't know that he'd be caught dead with a 9. But <laughs> he carried a 22 LR. Um, and European I, crap. Right. Yeah. 9 millimeter. And his logic was it's discreet, it's very small, and it's not something you're going to expect to find on an old man. And it, it doesn't not work. There's, I think, better options out there. Um, and a 22 WMR would be a better option. Um, I don't know that you'd probably find me as this on my everyday. Okay. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. Well, that, I think that's why people bring it up because there's there's an argument. If a cartridge exists, someone will ask, okay, what about a self-defense? You know, 
it, they will ask somehow, it seems. Especially if it can be fit into a pistol, they're sure. going to ask. Sure, So that comes up all the time with 22LR, and they're like, well, you know, do you want to get hit with a 22LR? 22LR gets used to kill more people every year than does any other cartridge. And it's like, okay, yep, yep, I get that. So then I think people are like, well, here's the answer. If you're worried about the 22LR... Just use the bigger version. Sure. And then it takes care of any of the... And so I think that's where it's at. It's all relative. And, and it is. And, and like, so the question is, you don't want to talk about EDC and somebody wants to poo-poo on this. Well, your other option is like a knife. Would you rather have a 22 WMR or a knife? I'm going to pick 22 WMR. I'm still not going to... It's not going to be my first choice. Yeah. It'd be a fine choice. I think if you could find um, like one of the little Smith J-frame airweights mm-hmm. that were chambered in. Oh, have, sure. That'd, that'd be, be neat. That'd be mm-hmm. a rascal. Yeah. The Ruger LCR, that'd be a rascal. It just wouldn't be my first thing. Super low recoil, very controllable. I get a little iffy on rimfire reliability um, right. in, in in both the, the terminal ballistics mm-hmm. um, component and then like the mechanical reliability in a given firearm. Um, that's where I'm at. I think for a varmiting cartridge, if you want to do, if you wanted a low impact, low recoil, low noise option, more adept at um, killing like something the size of a woodchuck, raccoon, fox, or a coyote. Mm-hmm. Brilliant choice. You get it in some really nice guns. Um, I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it is kind of an odd tweener. It is. What distance would you find it? Like, let's say, well, let's just go with the the big, kind of the biggest of the bunch. Like, at what distance do you like? Oh yeah, dude. If I shoot at that coyote, we'll get him. Hundred yards. Yeah, I've done that with a twenty-two LR. But I think that was very lucky. Hmm. Um, but I, I think it's probably 100 yards. Yeah. But if you're call if you're calling like and you've called coyotes before, a lot of times you're you're taking your shot at closer ranges. Right. Well, and I picture this more like yeah, it's like you know pick for a person possibly their style of hunting. Mm-hmm. This could be the ideal. Sure. I know a lot of hog hunters that use it. Really, really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's discreet. It's it's quiet, out of a rifle. rifle yeah, I have to assume. Yeah, right, right behind the ear. I was gonna say, are they Seem, seems to shots? work. Seems to work. Um, but I don't think it's a replacement for something like a two twenty three or six point yeah. eight SPC or three hundred AAC or something like that. It seems to me, if I was gonna say, for certain jobs, or even if it was just you're around the barn, around the farm. It probably actually is the ideal for that. Like, I feel like that's where maybe it might be the best option. But I also, if I was going to make draw a conclusion, I'd say it just kind of falls into a bit of a no man's land. I think one of the harder parts is the different rifles that you can get in 22 LR. Maybe it's familiarity, like a Ruger 1022. Mm. You can you can go. Pick one of those up in 22LR right now. That's true. Uh, Ruger 1022 Magnum, which they did exist, uh, very expensive and not so easily obtainable. And like a, that's a big part of why the 22LR is more prevalent. Yeah. The 22LR does most of the things we talk about on the farm. Um, that's true. Yeah. You just kind of circle back. Yeah, well, you Because it's like 22LR... When I want to do small jobs, you got 22LR. And then I'm thinking, okay, I want to do something a little bit bigger. Like, you know, you bring up the coyote example. 
And it's like, all right, I want something that's not too big. You can save the hide on it. It's not going to recoil a lot. And at that point, you're like, I could go 22 WMR, but why not just 223? You know? Because it's like... Well, and if you're a gun, if you're a gun person these days, there, I feel like there's just certain things that a person's going to have, and they're going to have a 22 long. Mm. They're going to have a 223 or 556. Five, They'll have probably a 12 gauge Ryan for grouse. Probs. And uh, <laughs> and then like you're going to have like some larger centerfire. Yeah. You know, for like a deer sized thing. You have to set out and have a very specific application. You have to set out to like go. And I specifically bought a 22 WMR because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like some people just happen into 223s or 22s, like giving them, you know, it's almost like happening into a, I don't know what. You just end up with one. Yeah. They come to you. You don't they choose do. them, they choose you. Um, That said, I look at it, I go, that's cool. Yeah. I kind of want one. You know, I'd have to have a, uh, it would have to be like a fitting rifle. What would be that for you? I think I'd get like a, like a CZ 452 or 453. That'd be all right. I was wondering for a moment why people don't try and do precision stuff with these like they try and do with the 22LR. But I'm also thinking to myself, like, I know that a lot of the precision guys, they actually prefer to shoot subs out of their 22LRs, so they're not going transonic so quickly. Yeah. And with this, you're like, just over supersonic, and it's going to go transonic fairly quick. So in that case, actually, and at that point, if you load one of these down to be subsonic, what's the point? Right. So yeah, it's it's in an odd spot. It is. But it'd be nice to have a nice Lux rimfire of some kind, chambered in 22WMR for walkabout in the woods. Mm. Maybe get it in some like, super classy double rifle. Uh, tell you what, you can get uh, Peter Hoffer's uh, Hummingbird rifle, 2.2 pounds. It's a beautiful side lever. Get that chambered in 22 WMR. You have to look that up. Side Ooh. lever. Yes. No, um, so instead of like, um, so think on your, your over-under, you push the tang to the side, hinge brakes. Sure. This, the lever, is on the side of the rifle. You push oh, it yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Honest to God, 2.2 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So delicate. It is as petite a firearm, I believe, has ever been produced. You have to look that up. Uh, that's hofferwaffen.com, H-O-F-E-R-W-A-F-F-E-N.com. Guns like that do feel special to hold. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe can people click your Amazon link for that, Ryan? It's like the cost of a small house. Oh, dear. Yeah. I want that. I do too. <laughs> that would be a fine choice in a double rifle. Get one of these double rifles with these fiber woven yep. bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. I want that. Uh I like it, guys. I I uh I I don't own one. I probably won't own one. <laughs> I don't have a reason to own one. But like we just said, I still want that, and I still like it. So you know, mm-hmm, there you mm-hmm. have it. There you I, have it. I'm staring down the barrel of a bobcat tag down down in this part of the state. That'd be a fine bobcat cartridge. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'll do. Perfect. It'd yep. be perfect, right? Yep. Um, folks out there listening, do you have the 22 meg? Do you like the 22 meg? Do you not have one for kind of some of the reasons that we described here? I don't know. Why do you think it? Isn't as popular? Do you think it should be more popular? Is it growing in popularity? I don't know. I don't know. Let us know. And until next time, 
We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.